ladies and gentlemen, Diddy is throwing punches at Super Bowl parties. People aren't happy about the Super Bowl at all. And we have a whole lot more on today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, DM Cool. And shout out to all my cool cats and cool kittens. Cool radio starts now. Welcome to the cool. What we doing? You can catch me on your TV, even on the radio. Pop up at a box spot, and I'm like, we go. We invaded airwaves. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style so they stay frostbitten. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM and also on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your host, DM Cool. And you're now tuned into Cool Radio. So with that being said, let's hit that new age drop. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Your ass better call somebody indeed. Tell a friend to tell a friend because we're live on the air. And ladies and gentlemen, I cannot tell you how ecstatic I am for this particular episode because we have the lovely and talented Melanie Durant in studio. She's coming up around the 8.30 mark. But before we get to her, you already know how I like to do at the first five, ten minutes of the show. I got some stuff to let off my chest, you know, to air out my grievances throughout the days, the weeks. And I just want to share that with you because I feel like you guys have given me that platform to do so. So on that note, um, it's time to let that ish breathe. Let this bitch breathe. Now, first and foremost, um, happy Black History Month, okay? And for the Throwback Thursday segment, I'm going to do something a little special this time around. So instead of just playing, you know, the typical old-school hip-hop and R&B tunes from, like, the 90s, early 2000s, late 80s, and what have you, we're going to take it all the way back. We're going to be playing some of the most soulful records that you have ever heard in your life. We're taking it back to your parents' generation, all right? We're going to be playing some sweet sounds of... Marvin Gaye, Sam Cooke. Like, we're going all the way back to the crates. Not only do I want to entertain you people, but for all the people who are listening who were born after 1996, I'm here to educate y'all as well, too, all right? So, you're probably asking yourself, what song are we going to be playing today? I'm not going to tell you just yet. I'm going to let you wait and simmer on that, all right? But... Before we get to all that, let me just uh, talk about some more good music that happened. Uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Obviously, the biggest uh, spectacle that all the casual fans of the Super Bowl are awaiting to see, of course. And this year, it was Katy Perry. No doubt, she did her thing. It was crazy. Her on the giant tiger, I'm not going to lie. When I saw that, I thought of the White Ranger from Power Rangers where he used to ride on, ride on the white tiger. All she was missing is a dagger in, in her hand instead of the microphone. That's the first thing that I was thinking of, man. Like, shouts to Tommy. You know, he was always the best Power Ranger. But more importantly, my girl, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot, just came and just said, yo, get your freak out. Y'all forgot about me. I mean, I had people hyping up saying, yo, she killed it. She killed it. I watched it. I was like, yo, I'm not going to lie. It's probably because I haven't seen her do her thing in a very long time. But she shut that stage down. And we're talking about, like, what, 50,000 people at the very least? This is a Super Bowl. Millions, millions of people are watching. And the funny thing is, actually, and these, these kids always make me laugh. The ones who are always like, 
Oh my gosh, who is this Missy person? Oh my gosh, she's totally gonna blow up, guys. Oh my god, Katy Perry did it again. She did it again. She brought someone up. No, 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 no. I am sorry, child, but no. Missy been doing it before Katy Perry had a crush on girls and she liked it. No, she been doing it way before then. She was making you get your freak on back when you were trying to swim in your diapers, all right? Just so y'all already know. I mean, this is more embarrassing than, than people thinking that um, Paul McCartney was a new artist when he was collaborating with Kanye. That was embarrassing in and of itself. But I'm just saying, Missy was the one who got the parties popping, got the clubs popping way before anyone who came into the 2000s did it. So in case y'all didn't know, now you know, all right? So uh, we'll forgive you for now, but for all you babies born after 1996, y'all need to pay attention going forward and let them know that DM sent you, all right? So, on that note, we are going to go to our commercial break. And when we get back, we will have the lovely and talented Melanie Durant on the air talking to us about the anticipation of her new album, Anticipation. We're going to get into that in a whole lot more. But, like I said, it is Black History Month. And I figure, let's start the show off with a huge Black History tune right now, all right? Now, this one is kind of under the radar because this artist in particular is a little under the radar. He goes by the name of Sci High the Prince. And he came out with a mixtape last year around this time called Black History. This track right here is an ode to Nelson Mandela, and it is called Mandela. I swear to God, craziest track I've heard in a long ass time. Keep it locked. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM and also on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. Welcome back to the show, people. Now, as promised, my special guest for tonight, this evening, so excited to have her on. Uh, first of all, let me say this. I never thought that in my lifetime I would meet a more avid fan of Hello Kitty than my sister. I'm sorry, Elle, but someone has taken your throne, okay? <laughs> if you want to come back to Canada reclaim that throne, it's all good. But right now, someone's sitting comfortably in it, all right? <laughs> She's a Hello Kitty fan. She is a multi-Juno nominated artist. She is a singer, songwriter. She has performed on live stage before. Ladies and gentlemen, she is a woman of many talents, and I am so honored and humbled to have her here at CFRE Radio. She is the one and only, the lovely, the talented Melanie Durant. Melanie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. After that beautiful intro, I feel like I need like a theme song and a cape <laughs> and to stand there with the wind blowing. You know what? Thank you. I'm going to order you a scepter. I'm going to order you a cape, a little crown, and you know we'll make it happen. Nice. You know, you. Matter of fact, you can be the next Avenger. How about that? Hey. <laughs> there nice. we go. Trust me, we're about to get on some nerd stuff later on in the interview. But for the people who are a little unfamiliar or who actually don't know about how you got your start. Um, how did your love for music begin? Well, my mom says that before I could talk, I was humming. Mm-hmm. Humming melodies and stuff that I'd heard already. So I wasn't singing yet, but I was yeah. humming. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where I started. <laughs> yeah, that's always a start, right? You don't know how to talk, you know, at least hum, right? Right, yeah. And then after that, uh, my mom's always been a singer, and she sings in nightclubs and whatnot, yeah. like in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as I was of age in a dinner supper club, I would introduce her, like the Muppet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Karen Durant! Yes, I waka, love it. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. That's absolutely great. I love it. 
So when did you start to get, when did you get your waka waka chance then? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe about seven, mm-hmm. six. Yeah. Seven six, right? Eh? All right, all right. So, what was the, one of the favorite songs that you remember singing growing up? The one that you're always like, "That's my go-to." OMG! Uh, <laughs> if I tell you, I got to kill you. Uh oh. <laughs> well then, I, I've lived a healthy life. You know, I've done everything I need to do so far. So uh, let's have at it. <laughs> <laughs> I love actually all the old school stuff, like old school Motown, yeah. Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, like Stevie Wonder, the, the Four Tops, The Temptations. Yes. Maybe it's Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Okay, maybe it was that. Okay, okay, that's that's always that's always a good song. Classic. To sing, right? Oh yeah. Trust me. No, I remember growing up in my household. It was all about Al Green, Isley Brothers, Marvin Gaye, especially mm-hmm. um, Curtis Mayfield as well too. Like I swear, if you go to my house, you'll swear it's made out of vinyl. Nice. Like my dad just has crates upon crates, man. He's he's old school like that. Shout out to my pops. You already know. Nice African brother. You yeah, already right. <laughs> <laughs> know. You already know. So let let's uh, let's move forward, shall we? So, um, when you created the song "Where I'm Going," you know what was your what was your vision behind that? Actually, that's funny you ask. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that before. Wow. A lot of questions are like refurbished, recyc- recycled, yeah. <laughs> and you know, you get asked a lot. I, I try to dig in just a little bit. Yeah, look out, look out. <laughs> so anyways, um, I had done the production of Rent mm-hmm. in Toronto, and we toured um, Canada mm-hmm. afterwards. And um, it's basically about touring and the people you meet yes. and it's kind of about my rent cast friends and you know you meet mm-hmm. people and you just like you build relationships mm-hmm. and uh jill scott joined the company okay okay and Shouts um jill. yeah and um hey jill mm-hmm. and uh goodness yeah she was writing and whatnot and after i heard her songs i was like oh my gosh i said do you know what you have here because it's not like they brought her in and said this is jill scott yeah you know and um she wasn't into all the makeup and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you have to get all like made up, yeah, you know, like dolled up. Yeah, for the because when the lights hit you on stage, it looks mm-hmm. like you got nothing on your face, so you yeah. really got to put it on. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, they said, um, you know, help her put on makeup, show her how to do it, da 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 da. And I did it, and as I was doing it, she put headphones on me. Yeah. And she said, "This is my music," and I was I put the headphones on, I got out the eyeliner and stuff, and what happened was, you love me, uh-huh. you're special, and I'm looking at her like. Oh, my God. Do you know what this is? <laughs> I said, do you know what this is? So, anyway, I went to Long McQuaid in Vancouver, and I rented equipment. I was already writing material and stuff at home, working with a producer, but I thought, I am sleeping. Yes. I am definitely sleeping. And she told me, like, her producers, Jazzy Jeff and whatnot and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I started, I started writing from, you know, just – Basically trying to tell more of a story. Yeah. And back to what you asked me initially. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry. I Where I'm going. Yeah, I'll it's go. just little tidbits of how I like it that, actually like got that. to that part. Um, I've been places, mm-hmm. seen faces, you know, spinning circles, round and round in my head. You know what I mean? Round and round in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's just about all the little stories and things. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if I throw a coin in the wishing well... Will my dreams come true? Like, if I invest in my future and I, you know, keep focus on my dream, yeah. maybe I'll see you. And, hey, you, you just saw me right now. How I did. That? There you are. <laughs> what, what, what? It's funny, though, because um, I was actually playing where I'm going last week on the show for our Throwback Thursday mm. track of the day. So it's actually the, the, the song that introduced me to you, actually. I remember... 
uh, grew up when I was younger, when back when Much Vibe was a channel. I'm not sure if it's still a channel right now, but I remember like that was like the first song I saw you saw you doing. And one of the things that stood out to me the most was the video. Actually, it wasn't really the uh, the atypical music video, if, if you know what I mean in that regard. I mean, you had like the little the little Muppet puppets and, and mm-hmm. what have you. So like, what was were you like kind of like the creative visionary behind that concept? Not at all. Oh, okay. okay. Not at all. That was all little eggs. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's like, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. Stand over there. Get yeah. in your light. And I was like, okay. Hey, okay. hey you lost. <laughs> right? Do what you're told. Yes, sir. Stay in your lane. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you also had a comment on that record, too. So yes. how did that come about? You know what? That's really strange how that came about. Um, at the time, I was signed to Motown. Mm-hmm. And um, Motown was uh, run by Kid Art Massenberg at the time. Mm-hmm. He was uh, the president, I guess. And, yeah. um I guess Common was also signed to Motown, mm-hmm. right? And from what I hear, Common heard the song and said, I want to be on that. Okay. And they came and they asked me, I said, didn't Common say he wants to be on the song? Yeah. If Common wants to be on the song, then give him the song. Exactly. What are we doing, people? Why are you asking me? We need napkins. <laughs> <We> need nap- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's how it came to be. But yeah, he actually asked to be on the song, which I was like, uh-huh. give the man the song. And the funny thing is the whole file crashed and had to be recreated. Yeah, when he asked for it, it's like the song even had a breakdown. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my <God>. oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's coming. Exactly. Oh man, that's insane. So, but eventually, it all came together as we saw in the video, of course. Yeah, yeah, eventually. <laughs> all right. So now let's move along. Um, about a year or so after that record came out, you actually got nominated for an MMVA. So yeah. was that your first ever nomination? Yes. All right, and, and take us back to that. Like, like what, what, were you, what were you feeling? Excited, and then I was back to wondering what I was going to wear. It's all about what you're going to wear. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and you get on the carpet and whatever and do your thing and mm-hmm. try not to, like, screw up whatever they say to you because if they say so, and yeah. sometimes it's intimidating when somebody comes up to you with a mic and yeah. a camera and you go into stun mode. Yeah. And it's like, so what's your name? And you're like, Oh. <laughs> I like cookies. You're right. Even the most trivial trivial thing yeah. can make you nervous. So absolutely, yeah. it's it a lot of fun though. Yeah, I I can imagine. And like, and like, how do you handle that nowadays? Now that you're more accustomed to it, and more seasoned. Um, same way. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I'm actually I'm having more fun with it. I'm relaxed a little more. You know, I mean, there's always moments where you feel a little inside yourself. Yeah. But I, I like to have fun. I like to make jokes. I like people. So I think that helps. Absolutely. And um, so fast forward to this year now, actually. This is like, this is your third Juno nomination, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Um, so three years in a row, actually. So you basically get a three-peat. The so, three-peat. Um, what, what, right, what? Right. Take that, Phil Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how, like, what... When you've been nominated like so many times by such a prestigious board like, like the Junos, which is kind of like Grammys North, basically, like how does that make you feel like as an artist? It makes me excited. It makes me honored. It kind of like makes me feel mm-hmm. a little validated that you know people are recognizing like the love I have for my talent. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about it. Like it's really exciting. I mean, I went to the nomination ceremony this mm-hmm. year for the very first time, yeah. and I think that made me more nervous than any other year because every other year I found out on TV yeah. on CP24, yeah. you know, people started texting me and stuff, or I seen my name go by. I was like, oh my gosh, did you see that? Yeah. First year, other people saw it and called me and said, "You're nominated." I was like, "I am." <laughs> how do you know? Yeah. It's just a joke. I was like, "Come on out, Ashton." Why has a bro called me yet about this? <laughs> <laughs> just <a> bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? What, what? 
Yeah, so it was like so amazing. So this year I'm standing there mm-hmm. and I'm waiting to hear and I'm giving myself the pep talk of, you know what, if it's if you don't get nominated, don't even worry about it. You yeah. know, just here to support and whatnot and yeah, and then I actually didn't hear my name said. But they do put um like a little ticker, I guess, right? They put a ticker. Yeah, a ticker like where like you have like little things going down in like a like a little row like that. No, they put a big like screen up and oh, they have okay. your picture like Even your better. head is so big yeah so i saw my picture i was like oh my god that's me mm-hmm. but i guess they said the name either the same time or right before yeah but i didn't hear it uh, i totally okay. didn't hear it and yeah. i was like right at the front there is no reason why i should not have heard that yeah but i missed it 100 percent. just went over your head yep went over, went over the cool after it <laughs> <laughs> went over, yeah it almost blew it right off oh man oh. no nah, we won't we won't <laughs> want that to happen that's a fly looking after <laughs> Well, it's attached. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> Not going nowhere. <laughs> Not going nowhere. That's up. Shout out to the lace front wigs out there. <laughs> oh, awkward. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay. Don't, don't fall over that. Don't no, fall no, over no. that. We ain't got insurance over at CF Party. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about anticipation and the anticipation that you have behind it. Like, it's it's got to be, it's gotta be a, hu- a huge moment for you to know that you've been working on this project for so long. So, um. How do you feel about it right now? I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. I feel blessed. There was a lot of like, um, like ups and downs of making it. There's like little things that you know blocks that you come across, and yeah. it's just how you deal with it and how you overcome. And you got to keep in mind, there's always an answer. It's a matter of what you choose. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. always a choice. Whether it's like, okay, this file is crashing or whatever. Like for example, you know, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do about it? It's like, well, I'm not gonna cry over that song. I got all these other songs. There you know, you like there's always a choice. Yeah. So I'm totally excited um i kind of feel like i can exhale a little bit yeah. you know i mean it's been mixed it's been mastered it's printed it's like oh so this feels amazing and i'm so yes <laughs> i'm so excited to like let people hear it and yeah. and get some feedback yeah absolutely i i can't wait to hear the whole project as well too one of the tracks that we're going to play on the air pretty soon is uh four seasons actually Uh-oh. so first of all bomb track Absolutely. Thank you. And uh, what was the uh, what was your um, your thought process behind that song? Um, don't cough up a lung. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very big song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, vocally, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a lot of fun, and of course, it's about like rocky relationships. There's ups, there's downs, yeah. and it's about looking at it as four seasons. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I mean, there's the chilly winter, and there's yeah. the hot summer, and there's the spring where it's kind of. In between, but you know, the spring is when the birds and the bees come out and everything's okay. Everyone's mingling and exactly know each other, getting all chippy. Exactly. Sometimes where things heat up. Exactly. Fall people get a little bit of cold feet in the winter. Right. Gotta cut you off. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I'll be inside. So yeah. Um. Basically, it's just about relationships. Absolutely. It's it's a lovely record, and we're gonna get into that. But before we get into that. Let's talk about the games portion because games. Uh, over here at Cool Radio, we like to play games that I guess, you know, let them have some fun, let the audience at home have some fun as well, too. So uh, let's get to it. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so this game, we have two games first of all. We always have a mainstay game and we have a game that's specially personalized for the guest who's in the house. And since you're in the house, I figure I call this game Anticipation. Oh. You see what I did there? Yes, I, I, did? I, I see. Yeah. It. I got I see you, it. I got you, though. <laughs> 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 all right, so. I'm going to name out a couple of scenarios, all right? And you got to let me know whether or not you're anticipated for it or you're not. And then if you are, you got to give me between 1 to 10 what your level of anticipation is. Okay. All right. So first first one off the bat, Mm -hmm. a Hello Kitty marathon. 10. 
All right. No, no questions about it. Age 10. <laughs> I was afraid going to say 12. <laughs> All right. Try to play fair. Oh, of course, of course. You know, got me down scoring, right? Yeah. All right. How about this? Um, the Avengers 2 sequel. 10. Ooh, we're getting 10s across the board. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. How about this? And this one, I, I kind of like, I have to like think about this one as well, too. The Batman versus Superman movie. 10. 10, eh? Batman or Superman? Superman. Mm. But, 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 oh, but. There's a but, there's a but. Okay. Yes, but, what? but I'm talking about um, Christopher Reeve's Superman. Okay, okay. I can respect I, that. I, I just can't get down with the new Supermans. I'm sorry. They still got to choose like a new one that, you know, that really seems like Superman to me. The other yeah. guys, they're, I don't know. They're just not doing it for me. You know what? Like, Superman as like a superhero has never really done it for me. <laughs> Only just because like he does everything. Like, He's six foot five. He's D's. He has a, like a cowlick. He yeah. has like laser eyes. Breathes out like hot, cold air. Flies. He runs faster than the Flash. <laughs> what is this, what is the Flash supposed to do? That's his thing. I know, poor guy. He's got to look for work. But, but that's why he's Superman. He's supposed to do everything. Yeah. Leap a building in a single bound and everything. Boo. And looking good, looking fly in his uniform. He's got the stance. L- listen, everything. Listen, I, I, I get all that. But my thing is this. When it comes to superheroes, Batman is that dude right there. This man has no superpowers whatsoever. He dresses up like a vigilante each night and fights crime. You got like there's something something's missing up here if you're gonna do that without superpowers. Yeah, but he's got money to build stuff, you know, like to build stuff that nobody's got. True. He's got got, like jetpacks and and uh, the belt, the utility belt, and he's got the flyest car you've ever seen. I mean, that's the one thing about um, Batman that I'm wondering, why didn't nobody know who it was? Of course, it's the rich guy. Nobody else could afford to be Batman. But even so, and I like how you bring that up, because it's like, how can people not figure out that Clark Kent is Superman? He looked the same. He's he just does. Glasses. Just glasses. I know. And a big D's man in the suit working <laughs> at the Daily Bugle as, as, a, as a boogie boy. Come on. That's a boogie boy. People can't recognize that. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. I digress. Uh, let's go on to the final one. Anticipation for anticipation. Ten. There you go. And I, I'm pretty sure we outlined all the reasons before as to why you're anticipating that. Yep. So that's a given right there. All right. So we already got to that game. Now we're about to get to a different game that I like to play with all the guests in the show regardless. All right. And this one I like to call I Quit the Game. So uh, let's drop that. Every down. second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. All right. Now in this game, you are the eligible bachelorettes. All right. In mm-hmm. uh in a far-off universe, let's just say. Okay. Now, you're, you're doing your thing, you're enjoying your career, you're wheeling, dealing, jet-flying, limousine riding, all that good stuff. But there comes a time in everyone's life where they've got to settle down. they got to you know, have the kids with the white picket fence, the tire swing, um, apple pie cooling on the windowsill, all that good stuff. So, on that note, if you had to quit the game for one of these two gentlemen that I have hand-picked... Uh-oh. Who would you quit the game for? You better pick well. <laughs> oh, man. Would you quit the game for actor Idris Elba? Or would you quit the game for NBA player Dwayne Wade? Do you not know who those names are? No. Okay, then. We'll select a different one then. Yes, please. <laughs> She's like, what? Who? I'm just trying to picture. I'm like, mm. nah, it's not ringing the bell. No, 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 no. no. Okay, new one then. Would you quit the game? And that's never happened before, actually. Um, and it's all good. It's all good. It's, you're forcing me to think on the fly, and I like that. Um, would you quit the game for? Hmm, you know, what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it this way. Would you quit the game for? 
Will Smith in his Fresh Prince of Bel-Air days? Or would you kick the game for Will Smith in his I blown up to blockbuster Hollywood status days? Neither. I would only quit the game for Thor. 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 Don't kill me. This magic hammer. Is that what you meant by Will? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were talking about Will Smith. (laughs) I'm so done. I saw that. This I thought the whole time you were talking about Will Smith when you said Will, it's better be Will. I was like Thor. Okay, all that. So okay, so why Thor that? Because he's so fine. Oh, that he's so beautiful. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. All right then, ladies and gentlemen, we still have more with the lovely and talented Melanie Durant. And as we get to our commercial break, we're going to play her latest single, which is called Four Seasons, which is nominated for a Grammy, if I'm not mistaken. Juno. Juno, sorry, Juno, Juno. <laughs> I was like, oh my Grammy, God, a Grammy. Grammy, Boom. Juno, Grammys is this weekend. My mind is in the clouds right now. <laughs> it's all good. Anyways, we're about to get to some Four Seasons right now, and I need to rest my head at the Four Seasons Hotel when this is done, because I need some sleep. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after these messages, and when we get back, we have Trip Talk. We're going to be talking about all the latest gossip and stories that pretty much invaded your Twitter feeds this week. So, once again, keep it locked. This is Cool Radio, and we'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to CFRE Radio 91.9 FM. It's your man, DM Cool. And you're now tuned into Cool Radio. Welcome back to the show, people. I still have the lovely and talented Melanie Durant in the building. Say what's up to the people. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? You already know. Now, it's time for Trip Talk, people. So, three topics in three minutes. With that being said, here we go. So, first topic on the docket, which I'm going to preface everyone in case you guys haven't heard about this. Let us know what your take is. On it is at cool underscore radio. Melly, I'm gonna fill you fill you in on it as well Thank too. God, let's get nervous. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's cool. No, I got you. I got you. Games are over. Yeah, kind of, sort of, not really. Um, <laughs> so, first one, um, Diddy, all right? P. Diddy, Papa Diddy, Pop, Puff Daddy, Puffy Cones, whatever you want to call him. Uh, basically, he got into a little bit of a scuffle on Super Bowl weekend as uh, during an after party, he got into an alleged altercation with a fan uh, who. Probably didn't get the good rub off of him, basically. So the details are a little sketchy, but basically from what's been reported, uh, the fan tried to reach out to Diddy, and Diddy obviously wasn't liking it. So allegedly, he socked him in the face. And this is that after party for the Super Bowl. I don't know if he was mad because the Seahawks lost or if he lost money on a bet, but he was throwing the paws on him. So, um, Melanie, based on what you just heard right now, what's your take on that if this actually happened? Oh, well, that's really horrible. Like, you don't punch the fans ever. No, no. You lose the fans. Yeah. Fans are important, but if you're Puff, Diddy, Daddy, Judy, whoever, then maybe you don't care. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a guy who cracked a wine bottle over an executive's head, like, years oh, ago. What's so. with him? He's going to be a he fighter has, now instead of, like, a producer. You know what? I feel stuff. like he has anger issues. Like, he's still, he's still, like, you know, settle down and give him, like, a good dose of woosa. You know what woosa. I mean? He needs some woosa in his maybe. life. Or, or some Kim Porter, you know, one of the two. <laughs> Wasn't he just fight, you know, some kind of fight with Drake, they said? Yes, yes. That mm. happened. That's what I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Like you know what? I, I forgot about that as well, yeah. too. So apparently with that, I think uh, Drake was hitting on one of his many girlfriends. and Yeah, that was the rumor. I don't think so. I think it had to do with music. Yeah, that was another rumor as well, too. <laughs> apparently, um, this is your to 100 song that Drake did. It was actually for Diddy. Yeah. And Drake took it. was like, nah, so I'm going to take it. And now Drake's being nominated for a Grammy over it, too. So 
I but, kind but of mad Puffy turned idea. it down. He didn't use it. it okay. Oh, so then that's his fault then. You exactly. Go cry in his And millions. it was produced by 40. 40's Canadian. There you go. You Drake's know. guy. And yeah. it's like, um, that's like, are that's you going to eat that cookie? You're not going to eat that cookie? That cookie's been sitting there for like exactly. a month. And it's just, it's, it's going bad. Let me just eat it. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I feel the same way. Like, if there's a bottle of ginger ale in the fridge that's been in there for a week and my dad bought it and he's yet to touch it, it's like, dad, are you going to drink this or not? Because if you don't, I cannot promise you that it will be here in the morning. I'm just right, saying. Right? Well, yes. It's not whatnot. Exactly. So, um, Diddy, you fell asleep there, Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> Next one on the docket. Uh, so, Beyonce is making headlines. Uh, not for the reasons that you would think. So, apparently, there is a conservative political group out in Iowa who has deemed her, or deemed her music mental poison. I don't know what the deal with that is, but I feel like, you know, Republicans or the people who are on the right wing of politics and stuff like that always have this thing when it comes to popular music and how it poisons the minds of children and and things of that magnitude. So, Melanie, whenever you hear stuff like that, just that's kind of blown way out of proportion. What's your take on that? Um, well, to each their own, their own. And people have to monitor what their kids are looking at nowadays. Yeah. The, like back in the day. The TV would kind of be the babysitter. Yeah. But it's still like you need to pay attention to what your child is watching. Absolutely. Like cartoons are not just cartoons anymore. <laughs> there's like Family Guy and, you know, there's a lot of rude stuff going on. So you can't just sit your child Absolutely. in front of something. You know, you got to pay attention. I think that goes with everything. You Absolutely. can't sit them in front of the Internet. There's, you know, there's so many inappropriate mm-hmm. things on there, inappropriate things disguised as cartoons. Yeah. So it's about monitoring what your child is has access to Absolutely. so you can't blame somebody else that their content is inappropriate if mm-hmm. you're not gonna put a cap on it exactly and it's funny that like some of these you know politicians they'll call out certain artists for making you know a certain type of music but then you go back and doing an interview with them and they're talking about how they listen to some of like the most raunchy stuff during their time and even till today but they want to go and point their little dirty fingers at other people for listening to certain artists but hey that's none of our business I think we should just have some tea right now. Just yeah. put the pinkies up, the pinkies up. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a radio personality, right? <laughs> Anyways, final thing that I want to talk about on Trip Talk is the Grammys, of course. So it is coming this weekend, actually. This weekend, yeah. So Sunday. And a lot of big names are, are going to be up on it. Drake is nominated for an award, like we just Hi. mentioned as well, too. Um, who's your favorite artist right now? Whether they're Grammy nominated or not, like who who do you, who's the one artist that you like to listen to? Oh wow, that stumped the DJ. Uh, <laughs> Pharrell. For that's my boy right yeah, there. Yeah, Pharrell's crazy. Did you hear his uh, girl album last year? Girl album. Yeah. No. You, the, it had it had happy on it. It oh, had. Why you call? Oh, it's for girls. No, no, it's called girl album. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, it's called girl. <laughs> what do they call girl? What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was a d- no, nah. I didn't. I actually didn't. I need to go pick that up Trust right me. now. Like, there's a lot of good songs. It, to me. it had, a, it had like, a very uh, summertime vibe to it. Oh, very upbeat as well, too. Basically, it was just celebrating, like, his, his love for, for women and his appreciation for women as well, too. Aww. Nah, it's, it's a really good project. And, of course, Happy's a good song, right? It's a great song. I, I love, love that it. song. I that, love it. That was my summertime. It's contagious. Anthem. It's very contagious, mm-hmm. man. I, I, wish, I wish Happy was contagious, uh, you know, for a lot of people as well, too. Too many people are just out here screw-facing, you know. Yeah. I'm out here and I'm hard, you know. And all that yep, stuff. Yep. So no, I, I definitely like that song. But I'm looking forward to the Grammys. Um I think he's actually nominated 
for uh, album of the year for that project. He should be. Uh, yeah, he, he be. very well should be as well. So I'm looking forward to it. I know there are certain artists that I like that I don't think are going to win. I just think they're in there just for card filler. Oh. And it's usually the case for the artists that I like. But I'm going to watch this to see what happens anyway. Uh, but, yeah, it should be an interesting show, most definitely. Now, on that note, speaking of artists, I think it's time that the people, you know, have been patiently waiting for, as we've alluded to at the beginning of the show, I think it's time for that Throwback Thursday track of the day. So mm-hmm. on that note, let's go old school on them real quick. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said at the beginning of the show, for the month of February, to celebrate Black History Month, we will be celebrating some of... This genre, not even this genre, but I would say just of any genre in general, some of the most pioneering black artists that have come and made their stake to claim in whatever genre it was in. Melanie, did you have something to say? Yes, Maestro Fresh was. Maestro Fresh yes. was actually the first Canadian to like break ground over in the States and be like all big with the hip hop and you know what I mean? He made history. Absolutely. Maestro Fresh was. Big up. Big he, up. Yo, he's the man actually. I remember when I first heard Backbone Slide, all I heard was a throw down, a showdown. Hell no, I can't slow down. It's going to go. Yeah, I went buck when I, when I first heard that. I think I was like, mind you, that came out when I was like, I think maybe like a year after I was born. But like, I heard that later on afterwards, and I'm just like, yo, this guy, he's sick. You know what I mean? So I'm sorry I didn't want to age him. I didn't want to age him. I'm just saying, just saying, I respect the vets. That's all I gotta say. But definitely shout out to Maestro. But yeah, for today actually, so we're gonna be playing a track from one of the most heralded groups of all time. Okay, they broke ground in soul, R&B. And even in rock and roll, this group even wrote for the legendary Ellis Presley as well, too. I am talking about Ronald Isley and the Isley Brothers. He wrote for Elvis didn't steal it? Hmm. Black good. history. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. I know, right? <laughs> we may have to dive deeper into that. But nonetheless, he has many. So- the group uh, have many songwriting credits to their name. And this track that I'm about to play... A artist, an artist of today's generation by the name of Kendrick Lamar sampled it for his new single entitled I. And this track right here is called Who's That Lady? We're about to play that right now. Okay. And great. when we get back, we have the coveted Wankster of the Week. Who is the Wankster this week? We shall find out. Stay tuned. This is Cool Radio. And we will be right back after these messages. So don't miss it now. No, no, no. What's going on, people? It's your boy Femi Lassen and man, me. It's your man, Bo Pinto, at Bo Pinto. Jay Hood from the Toronto Argos. You are now tuned in. Cool! Cool! Radio 91.9 FM. It's an amazing interview. I had an amazing experience. I had an amazing time. The best radio show experiences I've had ever. Stay tuned for the hottest news. Hip-hop, entertainment, and everything. Every Thursday at 8 p.m. Big shout-out to DM Cool. Good vibes. Love you, man. You're famous. I love it. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM. It's your man, DM Cool. You're now tuned into Cool Radio. Welcome back to the show, people. I got my homegirl, Miss Melanie Durant, in the building. Hey, hey, hey. You already know. We just out here cooling and vibing. Yes, we are. So, with that being said, it's time for the segment that you guys have been waiting for. Who will be inducted into the Hall of Shame this week? Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the coveted award-winning segment that I like to call 
Wankster of the week. So uh, fifty, drop on him real quick. Now this week's Wankster of the week goes to none other than Seattle Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll. Now you guys are probably wondering how come the Wankster isn't going to be a rapper this time or an R&B singer or somebody. It's mainly a coach because I just had to do it because I was watching the game. I don't know if my guest was watching the game. Were you watching the game by any chance or no? Were you not no. watching the game? It's all good. You didn't need to see the travesty that happened, okay? This is what, Mo, I have a feeling you were watching the game just a little bit. Okay. So you, you can feel my pain. So basically, we're naming Pete Carroll the Wanks of the Week this week because he had an opportunity. He had that golden goose, that golden ticket, so to speak to win the Super Bowl for his team, the Seattle Seahawks, and he didn't. And I'm going to explain it like this. There are, there are, there are four points down, 28 to 24, 26 seconds left. They're on the goal line. He has a player on his team by the name of Marshawn Lynch, and this guy is known for running through the opposition like it's nobody's business. This guy is like a runway freight train, and he just bulldozes through people. That, that's his game. Now, they have the blockers all on the goal line, and all... His quarterback, Russell Wilson, has to do is either throw him the ball or just hand it off to him, and he can just tackle his way through. Instant touchdown. They get the glory. Super Bowl win. You already know. But what does the coach say? The coach says, no, don't throw it to Marshawn Lynch. Throw it to the other guy. He's going to get the play for us. And what happens? The team stole the ball. It was an interception. They had that much time left, and they blew it. Now, for all my people who aren't football fans, which I totally understand, put it like this. This is like having Michael Jordan on your team. And not using him. Thank you. Awkward. Thank you, Mary. Th- th- thank you, Melanie. It's okay. More, better yet, this is like, there's a, there's a list of things that, that you are not supposed to do. For example, you are not supposed to double dip in a public dip. You just don't do that. That's bad manners. Bad manners. Mm-hmm. You do not use someone else's toothbrush when you're sleeping over at their Disgusting. house. Disgusting. You do not do that. And you do not not pass it to Marshawn Lynch when he's affectionately known as Beast Mode and he can just beast his way through the opposition. You do not not do that. You're not supposed to do that. So, my condolences to all the people who lost money. Sorry. And most importantly, my condolences to the city of Seattle for having to witness that. You should have seen the reactions of some of their teammates. Mm. They look like they just lost their firstborn. Oh. Like, one of the guys looked like he was crying like KFC closed down. Like, it was that serious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So on that note, Pete Carroll, you have made more children cry than the canceled episode of Barney. All right? Aww. It's that bad. You have made me cry as if Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was not to be aired anymore. Aww. You have made Melanie Durant cry as if someone said that Hello Kitty was not a good cartoon. What? That would make you sad. I'm yeah, sure it would. Definitely. So on that note, Mr. Pete Carroll, you are getting this wankster. Do you deserve this wankster? Of course you do. Of course, because you, you are such a terrible man. So on that note, you're going to get that wankster. 50, let's induct him into the Hall of Shame, shall we? I am absolutely disgusted and appalled with this behavior. Mo's looking at me like, yes, brother, I feel your pain. And, and, I, and I'm glad you feel my pain because this is, this is a travesty. I, I'm not even a huge football fan. I'm more of a basketball guy, but just watching it, I was like, wow. That really happened. I, I'm sorry. Let's move on to more happier stuff, Wait, shall we? Wait, I have we? a question. Yes. The Marshawn guy, is that the guy who doesn't do interviews? Yes. Okay, so I don't even watch football, but I know that. Exactly. You know like, what? Don't talk to him. Just give him the ball. Ex- Thank you. Thank- <laughs> You're not a football fan, and you are a... Here it is. 
<laughs> you already know. You already know what the deal is. <laughs> Melanie, let's let's move on to happier thoughts. Um, your album anticipation. We are on. It's day twelve, actually, as in twelve days until anticipation comes out. So for the people who did not pass third grade math, when is that album coming out? <laughs> February seventeenth, two thousand fifteen. All right. Do we have any features on that album by any chance? Featuring me on every track. All right, me myself and I. <laughs> so I like to hear more and more, yes. more intimate. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. How many tracks do we have on there? Um, eleven. Eleven. There we go. <laughs> All right. I think about song. it because I did way more than that, right? And then you had to do the breakdown. And exactly. What what? what? Got to pick and choose which one you want. Exactly. Kind of like this one. But this one sounds kind of cute. I like this one, but this one gravitates to my soul a bit better. Ugh. So, no, I totally get it. I totally get it. And um, do you have any future dates coming up? Any, any performance dates? Um, the 19th at Alley Cats. Uh-huh. Um, geez, I'm terrible with this. How about I sing a song? You want to sing a song? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm we- the worst if I don't have my date book. I know that's so bad. Um, I'll be singing the national anthem on the 21st. I'm doing a lot of promotional stuff. Yeah. Um, I do have dates, but I couldn't tell you about them. You know what? You're such a busy woman. I don't expect you to remember all those dates at once. Because if you did, you you would be superwoman. But I do know. Give Marshawn the ball. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. You know that. Exactly. Man, you should be head head coaching that team. I swear. Yep. Hello Kitty everywhere. There you go. There you go. All on the shoulder pads and the footballs and everything. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. That'd be cute. That'd be back cute. Melanie, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for having me. Like you're like one of the biggest stars out in Canada and to be any to be anywhere else in the world but you're here. Aww. I appreciate that so much. So thank you. thank you and you can come through anytime. Just hit me up and we'll make it happen. How about that? I'll be back in ten minutes. All right, that's what I like <laughs> to hear. All over again. Exactly. I wish we could do this all over again. Just go back in time and be like, Yeah, we're back. Da 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 da. But at last, we have to go. Um, where can the people follow you? Oh, follow me on Twitter, Melanie Durant. Um, Instagram, Facebook, go to MelanieDurant.com. Just check it out. Absolutely. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to go. Once again, it is your man, DM Koo. And big shouts to all you cool cats and cool kittens listening on the airwaves. But... We've got to go. Tune in next week. You already know we have a hot show lined up for you guys. And, oh, and one more announcement to make. SoundCloud page will be up by this weekend. I swear to God it will be. So you can catch all full-length podcasts of the show on SoundCloud. I will hit you up with the details. You already know what it is. Shout out to my man, Mo. He's out here chilling. Shout out to Melanie Durant for coming through. What, what, what? And you already know what it is. Once again, people, it is your man, DM. Cool. Now I'm out of here. Stay tuned for the swig with Mike and Elise coming up next. Peace. Cool.